So welcome to The Bandit Show presented by The Hoops Audit. I'm your host, McCoy Lum. Uh, today is the first episode of a mini series we're calling Hoopers of the U, where we chat with a variety of current U sports standouts about their journey and experience as a student athlete. Our guest today is a very crafty and high IQ guard, and I would regard as one of the top shooters in U sport. Um, in his fourth year of eligibility at the University of Western Ontario, let's welcome our guy, Jarek Palma. Jarek, how you doing? Good. I'm excited to be on the on the show. On the, yeah, 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 man. I yeah, know, like, like we just said off camera. Like, I've I've known you. Like, you played against my brother like, growing up, so I've known you since I've been watching you since like elementary school. Um, yeah, great to see you doing your thing now at the U Sport level and having a lot of success there. So I'm really excited to get into this. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah. So yeah, like like we talked about. So the idea of this show is just uh, with U Sport continuing to grow. Like the purpose is to just give high level current players like yourself uh, the opportunity to really talk about your path as a as a hooper as well as impart wisdom on the younger younger high school student athletes um, because i think u-sport athletes in general have a lot of valuable insight to offer uh, young mm -hmm. athletes in canada and it doesn't get talked about enough so that's what this is for um so before we start uh for those that aren't familiar with your game can you give us just a rundown on a your position and what type of player you are uh, so growing up, I uh, considered myself a point guard. Uh, I started playing uh, back in grade six, I believe, actually in uh, the RBL program. Uh, shout out, uh, shout out, Blake. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've always been uh, a quick guard, uh, good handle. Uh, I really only developed a shot going into high school, and uh, that's kind of what I'm known for now. And uh, some some say I'm a three-point specialist but uh I like to consider myself a little more than that uh, uh a little more crafty uh, I, I I'm not as athletic as uh uh the people in U sports are but I feel like my uh shooting and my craftiness kind of makes up for that so yeah yeah no and we're gonna get all into that and I think your yeah your story is pretty interesting considering uh the development of your height and body as well as the shooting so yeah we're gonna get into that no but that's great um, so before we get into your basketball, uh, I guess your journey here. So you're at Western right now. So mm -hmm. how are you feeling about the team? And you guys have gotten some big wins over the last couple of weeks over Carlton and teams like Windsor. Yeah. So can you give yeah. us just some insight on the vibe of the team right now? Yeah. So um, our team is uh, we returned everyone uh, pretty much this year, uh, like our core group of guys, which is awesome because uh, we've kind of had couple of years to grow and kind of build something special and I feel like it's translating now and that's kind of what everyone is seeing uh you can see us like uh we've been in the top 10 ranking in the past three weeks now but uh yeah this year is honestly we feel like our, our best chance to make do something special right so um the morale is very high where we approach every game like it's like the last one like it like it counts which does obviously but um compared to like the last few years i feel like we didn't really take it as seriously as this year it's just because uh we kind of all bought into the team culture and uh just what we're trying to build and uh, achieve right so and we know we're a, a championship contending team this year and uh it's definitely showing so. yeah and I think what's I looking at your roster, what's cool is like you guys have a like kind of a nice mix of young and like more veteran players like yourself. Mm -hmm. So as a guy that, you know, that's now in 
a leadership role on your team, like I guess this year and probably the last two years, I'd say. Yeah. Um, what has your approach personally to the season been like? My approach, uh, well, like like you said, I'm in my senior year and uh, this is a year that I'm probably going to remember uh, when I look back at my uh, uh, university career, right? And so honestly, I kind of took this summer, like just going back to the summer, I kind of took it a lot more seriously in terms of just lifting and kind of just uh, getting my body prepared cardio prepared because I know uh, like as a leader as a senior I need to not only like sit, uh, be an example for the younger guys on the team but I need to actually perform right so uh, and honestly it's kind of shown uh, my uh, my numbers have been pretty good this year and uh, I've been shooting pretty well and I feel like it's all because of uh, the preparation and all that I've uh, started this past summer so yeah no and yeah watching some of your 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 uh your highlights man like yeah your body like you yeah you definitely look more developed and definitely a bit bigger than you have in prior years it's showing a yeah, little bit results. bigger i'd say not, <laughs> not too much yeah yeah no 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 looking looking a little stronger yeah and it's definitely showing and uh no it's you're performing extremely well right now so let's we're gonna get a little <laughs> little more into your game but we're gonna take it back first to more your early days playing so you're a guy that grew up in Richmond, BC. Um, mm -hmm. So can you talk to us about how you first got into basketball and sort of the early stages of your life falling in love with the game? Yeah, so uh, believe it or not, I actually was a hockey player growing up. Uh, I started that when I was five. And um, just the mental toughness that hockey brings and like the cardio and all of that kind of uh, built me to be the, the quick crafty guard that I am, right? So I ended up quitting hockey up in in like grade six grade seven and then I took a basketball because uh I, I, I fell in love with the game honestly uh a little later than a lot more people would say but um uh I just I enrolled in uh my parents put me in uh Blake's RBL league shout out Blake again uh but and then I just loved it like I felt like I was a lot better just I, I had a lot more like raw talent than I expected right and I I'm like, oh, I can actually do something with this, right? And if I obviously put in the work and stuff. So I uh, did that RBL and then uh, Blake put me on his provincial team. And then that kind of set the tone of like uh, of where I wanted to go, like for high school. Like I, I didn't really plan to go to St. George's. I So like like I, I planned to go to VC back in the day, but uh, uh, I made some connections through uh rbl through all ball do you remember all, all ball yeah 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 Yeah. so and i was able to go through that amazing program and then uh yeah st george's had an amazing like an amazing basketball program uh started uh in grade eight by uh, broden broden was my grade eight coach and then uh from there i was able to grow and build my skill and build my love for the game so yeah no, that's that's cool. No, damn, you could if you went to VC, you could have played with my brother. That would have been something. Oh, but, uh... I looking back, I feel like if I uh, if I went to VC, I could have played with guys like Payne, there like the the Dumont brothers, like Tonys, or there. Like, there's a lot of what ifs. But to be honest, I'm happy with the route I chose. So. Yeah, yeah, and so going to St. George's, that's a yeah, like you said, a school with a lot of like basketball tradition. Um, but it's also a very like academic, academically rigorous school, right? So can you just talk about your experience, what it was like playing and also navigating academics at the same time at, at such an intense, you know, a, yeah. a, a school that's very focused on, you know, an all around student. 
Yeah. So uh, as many of you like know, like St. George's is a private school. Like we have to wear uniform every day, look proper, uh, $10 classes. Uh, we actually would get in trouble if we had fa like facial hair growing or like a bad haircut. Right. So it was that kind of school. So um, as a grade eight student, like I, I knew what to expect. Like I, uh, my parents were very um, uh, education focused for me and like, obviously I am, but they were very education focused on me. So they were definitely hard on me. So I was, I got into the books pretty early. I did well and all that, but uh, honestly, like playing basketball and having school, like it created like a discipline that I feel like a lot of people need growing up. Right. And uh, having that discipline is, uh, I feel like a testament to why I'm, I'm able to play at a high level now because I know like I can't just be an athlete right student uh, comes before athlete right student athlete right so um, I feel like a lot of my success uh, comes from that so like to answer your question it was def it's definitely hard to balance uh, uh, the high school course load with um, basketball but like if you love the game that much like it's something you got to do right yeah no for sure and um you said you you started basketball like on the later side like probably not like a bit closer to high school so yeah. with your hockey background so can you just talk a little bit more about that trend like some of the skills that hockey gave you that helped you make that transition into basketball smoother yeah so uh we did a lot of like dry land training a lot of uh, early morning uh skates right so uh i already I, I already had the body type to be like uh to play like 40 minutes a game just from playing hockey right and so that's because and that's why I was uh always kind of very fast growing up so and it also created like the mental toughness right I feel like that's something uh very underrated that no one really talks about like having the mental capacity to actually succeed in sports is very important right and so hockey definitely taught me that I, I had a really hard coach growing up in hockey and would always get on me and but I feel like I had a very mature like, um, like mental game. And that's why I'm uh, able to play in like big games, right? Like the Saints BC series, if a lot of you don't know, is one of like the biggest games in high, like high school basketball, right? Just fans cheering and all that. And uh, if you can't handle it mentally, like then you can't play, right? And so I would say like hockey was uh, building that mental toughness kind of uh, helped me playing those big games and stuff going on yeah and um no that that's 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 really interesting you say that because watching you like i've like i said watch you since you were in elementary school like you always ne you never seem to be phased by anything watch even being a smaller guy out there for mm -hmm. most of your career so mm -hmm. i just wanted to ask so i read somewhere that you were like a, you were five foot one and what like 95 pounds as an eighth yeah. grader yeah. So watching you, like I said, throughout your high school career, you're always a guy that was on the smaller side. Mm -hmm. um, not only just your height, but also just a very slight frame as well. Mm -hmm. So you were still able to, by your grade 12 year, become one of the best players in the province. So for all the small guards out there, what advice would you give on not only just being good or surviving, but it, like, how are we able as a small guard to be dominant in a game that favors size and athleticism? You just, can't let anyone tell you you can't do anything, right? Um, like, yeah, like you said, I was barely breaking 100 pounds going to grade eight. And, uh, but to be honest, that didn't phase me because like, if you know you have other skills 
like in your game to make up for your lack of size or like lack of speed or whatever you're lacking, like you're definitely more than capable of playing. Right. So my advice is definitely just, just stay driven, stay focused and like keep improving your game because it's not your fault that you have a small frame or small body, but whatever you have, you can work with it and uh, uh, do something with it. And to be honest, like even now, like I, I have a really small frame compared to everyone else I play in against in this league. And like, but that doesn't phase me because I know like, Hey, I, no one can shoot better than me in this league or um, people can't outrun me. I have better cardio than you. Like I can, I can do all that. Like I don't need to be jumping over the rim, like to, to prove that I'm good enough to be at this level. Cause like, it's all mental for me. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know, you talk about the mental aspect um, but I also had, I always wonder about like you being such an elite shooter and also just being so mentally prepared all the time. What does that preparation look like? So when you get into games and big moments that you're ready, uh, sorry, sorry. So just, yeah, that. yeah. So I guess take, take me through. So like, I guess, you know, you make this jump from, you know, like your grade eight, you're, you're just starting basketball mm -hmm. all the way up into grade 12. Now you're one of the top players. What mm -hmm. is like your your development look like so what are you doing you know to improve every year because you did improve like drastically yeah, every year yeah. i saw you right uh so to be honest it's i kind of think of it as just like me against myself right like even though i, I feel like i'm a better shooter than the, ne the next guy the next guy right like there's probably someone else who's better than, than i don't even know about so i kind of approach every like workout every like every year of growth kind of with that mindset just i'm going to put up the same same or more amount of shots than I did the previous workout or the previous year. So to keep getting better because it's like, like I said, it's me against myself and I, I have aspirations to, to play pro somewhere. Right. And I'm, I need, I need to have like the same, same like rep, same mental aspect to it. Right. So I need to continue growing and just focus on myself. Like I don't really need to focus on the guy next to me. So, yeah. Answers yeah. Your question. <laughs> no, no, you no, yeah. It sounds like you have great sort of like a great perspective on, I guess, not focusing on the stuff you can't control and really mm -hmm. focusing on, yeah, just you and yeah, the the results have been great. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like so after high school, you head out to Ontario to play for Coach Brad Campbell at yeah. Western University. Mm -hmm. uh, so, can you take us through your decision process and how you decided that Western was the best fit for you? Yeah. So, um, I will say like back when I was getting recruited we didn't really have the most exposure uh for like players coming out of the province like we did have uh like I, I played drive so we did have those circuits and stuff but I don't I didn't really think it was uh like as we didn't get as much exposure from like Canadian schools right because we just go down in the states and all that so I kind of reached out to um do you know you know Declan Chung yeah yeah yep. Declan, Declan Chung great uh, was, player great player great player shout out Declan uh he was my assistant coach in when I my grade 11 year and I knew he uh he went to McGill and he kind of um he tried tried to make the team there I think he did I, I I don't know actually his route but anyway he he sent out letters and stuff because I know he got like uh American interest and stuff so I kind of reached out to him he was kind of my mentor <laughs> throughout the whole recruiting process so he kind of uh, gave me a little uh, template of like what to say to coaches and stuff. And uh, I kind of reached out to them. They didn't really reach out to me. Right. 
like I was in grade 11 I was what barely breaking 140 barely six foot yet right so I was on anyone's radar so I kind of reached out to um a lot of the eastern schools because at the time uh a lot of the local schools weren't really interested in me so I I uh hit up like western I hit up U of T Queens McGill um I think Alberta was there as well um but anyway I I got the most interest back from Western and uh, they were the ones that like flew me to visit what to visit their campus, visit their team. And uh, when I was in grade 10, I uh, I had a guy on my team, Jacob Van Santen. Uh, he was all, he was on the Western team at the time. So I kind of reached out to him and uh, see like, Oh, how's the coach? How's the team? Like, like what, what's the vibe on that, yeah. on, on the university level. Right. So uh, after, after doing all of that, um, I kind of got interest back from Queens and U of T, but I feel I felt like Western really wanted me the most, and because of that, I uh, I felt more at home with that. So that's why I kind of chose to go to Western. And uh, looking back, I don't regret a a single thing because it, it all worked out at the end. Yeah, and it, yeah, it sounds like yeah, even looking in your first year and looking at your I guess your sort of your your path at Western, it seems like yeah, you definitely made the right choice, and you're playing a big role now. Um, and you have in the la- like for the last three years, I would say. So for all you would so looking back, and I guess this would be great advice for any prospective esport athlete looking to play at your level. What what insight can you offer on how to get recruited by university and college coaches? Uh, just because someone doesn't see you or want you at first doesn't mean you have to keep like doesn't mean you have to stop right. Keep pushing, keep pushing your name out there. Like uh, at the end of the day, you're gonna regret. Uh, not sending those emails if you end up not playing at that level, right? So I would I would say just don't be ashamed of just sending those emails, sending those game footages, and making connections like that. Because at the end of the day, if you send like, like 20, 30 emails, you're gonna get some responses, right? Like maybe one's all you need, right? So if I were to give any advice, it'd probably be that because uh, if you're as confident as you are as a player, like like myself, then nothing should get in the way of that yeah and i think a lot of younger like there's a lot of high school players think that coaches will come find them but you know like the more i talk to guys like you and other players like even top players in the province like coaches won't even know know who they are right it's a lot of no matter how good you are you have to be proactive about your own recruiting and yeah no it's, it's great yeah. that you were so you're so active about it and you you landed where you wanted so that's that's mm-hmm. amazing yeah yeah. So transitioning now into your career at Western. So, so you come from St. George's where you're this dominant guard playing 40 minutes a game, have an ultra green light. And now you're at Western where you're a freshman and in your first year, you're barely playing and re- having to really re- reestablish yourself as a player. And this can be, I feel like a real make or break moment for a lot of young athletes, right? You get into that first mm-hmm. year and all of a sudden you're not playing and it's a really tough mental, I guess, meant like a mental challenge for a lot of players. So mm-hmm. for all the first year players out there riding the pine, like, can you speak on how you were able to navigate and overcome the difficulty of not having necessarily a consistent role or minutes and catching a few, maybe a few DNPs as a first year player? Mm-hmm. So uh, just speaking off my experience, uh, um, I ended up like I did play a lot of the preseason games. Uh, my career high, actually was in my freshman year I had 38 in one of my games and then I so after that like it was a preseason game but uh I 
so after that, I thought, okay, I'm going to be the guy here. Like, I, I can do this. Like, this is meant for me, right? And then league play started. I uh, kind of was like eighth, ninth man off the bench, right? And uh, to start the season. And then as like the season progressed, like I had a pretty good start to the season just coming off the bench and stuff. But as the season progressed, we played like better teams like Carlton, Ottawa, uh, TMU, Ryerson at the time. Uh, I started getting those DNPs and I was like starting to get nervous and like, come like, I, I feel like I deserve this. I, I feel like I should be playing right now. And then I ended up having a conversation with coach and then coach is like, to be honest, like your defense is not there yet. You're uh, you need kind of still, you're kind of a step behind with plays and all that. And like, it made sense, right? I'm a, I'm a rookie. I don't really have a, the, the IQ of like a fifth year on the team. Right. So I ha- I did have to ride the pine for a bit. And uh, that definitely took a toll on my confidence. And I could definitely see it in practice too. Like I'd be dribbling off my foot. And I'm like, well, what am I doing? Like, I, I should, this is not me. Right. But uh, we ended up making nationals that year because our team was so good. And then I ended up just playing like the garbage minutes. But uh, my one advice for like the, the people like in first year and or like all the athletes in first year is like, just, just stick with it because your time will come. Right. Like, there was one game in the season where three of our stars got injured and I ended up playing like 25 minutes. So like, just st- stick with it because if not now it's, it'll be in the future because as I got to my second, third, fourth and fourth year, right? Like now I'm a big part of the team. And so if you love basketball that much, then stick it out. Just keep putting in the effort. Just keep like, yeah, just keep sticking it up. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, and I think, you know, it's, you really like, like, what is that, that, that Monty Williams, the NBA says, like everything you want is on the other side of hard. Right. So yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, that ability for you to really just fight through those moments, um, and, you know, just keep, keep working at it, sticking with it. Yeah. Like, cause like you said, if you really love the game, like this is one year or maybe two years of not playing that much is really insignificant in the grand scheme of it. Right. So, yeah. Um, but I also like to point out though, like you learn a lot from your teammates and the people around you. Right. So, uh, just small habits like closing out like not forcing middle and stuff like those are just small habits you'll pick up in practice and then transitioning to the following year it's just a habit at that point and coaches take notice of that right like defense is something I did not have in high school I used for me like I'd be playing 40 minutes a game but I feel like I'd be putting 30 minutes uh 30 percent of my effort in defense and then the 70 towards my offense right here like you play like five minutes sub out, but that's a hundred percent of your effort on offense, hundred percent on defense and you're gassed. Right. So that's like definitely something I kind of learned, like learning from my, my teammates, my vets and something that like, that's probably a reason why I've been able to grow as a player for sure. Yeah. And during that, like, I guess that first year where you're not playing as much, um, are you, taking the time to put in extra work on your own like getting in the gym on your own time like what so what does that look like for you like giving being a guy that's not playing as much yeah so um there was a time though like back in first year when I kind of got like really frustrated and I kind of stopped putting in that extra work because I was just like what's the point like I shouldn't uh, am am I really meant for this right but then like over time I was like hey I gotta look at the bigger picture like I know I can be a big part of this team um if not now, later, right? So I can't just give up and uh, stop my growth, stop my development right now, right? So I, t- I took a break from just 
putting in that extra those extra reps extra work just I just went to practice and stuff but uh after like my realization like self-reflection and stuff I'm like okay I'll go back like I need I it's it's bigger than that you know so uh like I said my biggest advice is just stick with it like keep grinding keep it like keep your head down like just focus so yeah yeah no, and I, I honestly would never have expected that from you to be a guy that would just take a break from being in the gym, like from putting in that extra time because you strike me. But I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, like, you're someone who was a, like pretty good player in high school and uh, put up some good numbers in preseason at the university level. And you think, hey, this is my time. And then now you have to stop or like now you stop because maybe this is not meant for you. Like you have to really think about if you love the game that much. Right. So it is hard, but it's something I feel like every first year like has to go through, you know? Yeah, no, that's an amazing answer. And yeah, no, I really appreciate you being so honest about that. So no, that's some great insight. Um, so now fat, like fast forward to like, from your first year to your first, so your second, third, fourth year, where now yeah. you're playing 30, 30 plus minutes a game, uh, scoring anywhere from 15 to 20 a game and shooting the crap out of the ball 40% from three like consistently every year so watching from the time that like I said like you were in high school to now and being in a league like the OUA where it's full of just like legit athletes mm -hmm. um, you've always I've noticed been able to maintain such a high level of poise and mental confidence on the court regardless of the competition so being in the OUA um, like I said, with the quality of athletes that there are, how are you able to never get sped up or never get shaken by more athletic players and stay consistent with both your approach and production on the court? Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll start from like my se my second year. Like uh, Brad gave me like the green light early, right? He's like, okay, you're going to be our, our starter at the, the shooting guard spot now. Uh we want to see you do something right like my assistant coach as well is always in my ear like hey this is your opportunity to do something right so in my head I'm like okay the only thing that's going to stop me from doing me is me right so that's so I kind of gained my confidence back that I did in high school and I'm like okay if I I if I shoot the ball I always feel like it's supposed to go in right like I'm not going to say oh I'm not going to shoot to miss right no one does that so I like just approach every like shot, every like opportunity on the court to just do something. Right. And obviously it's paid dividends for me because I've been able to like, gain success from that. So playing in the OUA where it's like every team is like good. There's like, what there's, I don't know, 14, I don't, I don't know how many teams there are in the OUA, but like there's only like one or two team that two teams that are supposed to, you're supposed to like, win against every year right and the rest is, is like okay it's a dog fight right you're you're not expected to win every game but like you're the only thing you control is how you play right so that's my mindset going into to answer your question is just just pl just play with confidence and like that's kind of and and if you're if you go like one for one for 15 or whatever like so what right you'll get your chance the next time you go on so yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. That's uh, no, it's 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 really cool to see you doing it at this level now. Because you no, know, like I said, like even though like you like you're quick, but you know you're you're like you've always been on the smaller side. So, but you've never ever been like rushed or rattled by any athlete that you've played against. So no, it's mm -hmm. it's really great to see you uh, continue to do that, and it's great to hear like some of the insight on how how you tackle that. Mm -hmm. um, so 
I think you mentioned it earlier about your defense. So like, you know, like we, like you, you kind of talked about it. We also see it's very common for, I guess, smaller guards, like even a guy like Steph Curry, like getting into the league and being, yeah. you would regard as kind of a defensive negative early on. And now he and like yourself has been able to turn yourself into a very solid positional defender now. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a smaller player like yourself um, in the OUA, uh, how are you able to take on the challenge of holding your own defensively? Uh, so, so see, this is like something I've like, I had to really reflect on like first, second year of like university is like, I know I'm not going to be able to push someone out of the paint. So I just got to play smart. Right. If, if like closeouts are super important. Right. And if I can just close out middle, right. If I can just close out middle and force some baseline, that's enough for me. Like I, I'll probably get beat on the on my like third, fourth slide. But if I can cut them off on my first and second slide, that's good enough for like my, for my help defense behind me to recover back. Right. So just the small things like that, like boxing out, just being able to push him, my man, at least two steps back. Right. Cause obviously I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but I have to play smart. Right. And I can't be playing like more than 25 minutes a game at this level. If I, if I, like, I can't play any defense. Right. So, uh, that's like the biggest thing uh, my coach talked to me going from my first to second year. He's like, Jarek, like, we know you're not going to be able to push these guys out of, of the paint or like, like hold the, like the best athlete, the shiftiest athlete one-on-one on an Island. Like we, it's fine. Like we, we understand that, but if you can just do, like, if you can beat them in two slides or push them out, like it's two steps, like that's all we need from you. And I kind of, as time progressed, I'm in my like fourth year now, like I kind of got good at that. Right. Like to this day, I'm not, I'm still not going to hold the shiftiest guard, like one-on-one on an Island. Right. Like he'll probably blow by me after like three, four dribbles, but like the first, first or second dribble, you're not getting by me. Right. So that's kind of like the mindset I've had towards playing defense and playing at this level. Yeah, no, it's super cool to hear about. Yeah. Like the, the nuances of defense and especially for a guy like you that needs to play defense more with their mind than their their physical ability no that's great that you had that moment of self-reflection and you've yeah become a very solid defender now so like you've said before like as a high school player you were a very ball dominant guy sort of a lead guard and now at western you've really transformed your game a little bit into becoming more of a shooting specialist um so can you talk about the, that transition for you as a player being from a guy that dominates the ball to now being more of an off the catch player, because I feel like the rhythm, uh, getting a rhythm as an on ball versus off ball guy can be very different. Right. Yeah. So like you said, like I was very ball dominant in high school, but, um, uh, going to the university level, you get to a point where it's like, uh, where every coach needs you, 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 you play that's that's where you perform right so at the time like my first second year um they didn't really need a point guard right like they needed me to shoot the ball uh come off screens didn't that didn't mean that I didn't like I wasn't allowed to dribble the ball or anything like I could still uh make plays with the ball but uh I wasn't as ball dominant and uh that's kind of how my game has kind of grown uh which I'm kind of happy about because uh I, I still know how to play with the ball, but like playing without the ball is very underrated. Like you see Steph Curry, like he, he doesn't have to bring the ball up to be the point guard of the team. Right. He is running off screens, uh, drawing two guys, guys are slipping, guys are more open because of that. Right. So I've kind of learned to adapt 
to that kind of role. And uh, I'm okay with that because uh, I am like performing pretty well. Coach has trust in me if I do want to put the ball down. So it's, it's, it's pretty open end here. And so that's kind of something I really enjoy. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great answer because I, I feel like especially with the game has gone in the last few years, like guards are need to be more versatile in terms of, yeah, getting, getting off the ball a bit and running around and spotting up. So no, that's a, that's a really good answer. And I can no I agree with you, like watching you, it's really like, you can tell with you, it's really like expanded your game, uh, being off the ball and like using sort of your, I guess your, your gravity as a shooter to really stretch defenses. And it's been really cool to see, especially at such a high level, like the OUA. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I guess to build off that question, so there's only, I would say, a handful of guys in the country that can shoot the ball as well as you. Like you've been consistently 40% plus three-point shooter throughout your entire career in, at Western. So can you give us, I want, I don't want just like, oh, I put up a lot of reps, but can you give us a detailed answer on what has gone into you becoming this ultra elite shooter? Um. So so I kind of like developed the shot like mid high school career, right? I was someone who liked to just run past people with the ball and just go for the layup, right? But then it got to a point where it's like, okay, everyone's catching up. I can't do that anymore. I got to develop a shot, right? I, I have put up a lot of reps, but something like that's kind of really helped me is just, just like freestyle dribbling, just uh, sometimes I like, to shoot like fadeaways and just just random shots right and like just because i don't know like when you're in a game you're not gonna be standing there perfectly wide open ready to shoot right i like to play ones a lot with like my friends and stuff and kind of get creative with, with how i create shots and stuff so um a lot of my like my development as a shooter would i wouldn't just attest to like the reps i've been putting up it's just about like being creative like I'm not really like someone who likes to do the exact same thing over and over again until it's perfect. Like it, it does work for a lot of people, but like for me, like sometimes it gets like boring and I, 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 I love the game of basketball, but like if there's ways I can like practice and, and be more creative and with how I can get better, like I'll obviously go down that route because like I do things like, um, yeah, like I said, playing ones with friends and just hezzy shooting, right? I just practice my hezzy, sh hezzy shot every time uh, against my friends or I step back, right? Like I'm not doing that stationary, right? So uh, just being creative with how I can like play and get better and stuff. And But going back to my point though, like I, I don't just play ones to just have fun, right? Like, I obviously want to like have, I want to like get better, right? I, like if I'm playing with friends, I'm obviously it's a good time playing with friends, but like at the back of my mind, I'm still trying to learn on like work on like tough shots. Right. So uh, I have, I've been pretty good at making tough shots at a high level, but uh, I wouldn't say it's just because I stood in one spot and just put up reps just was because of like how creative I could get with like my training and stuff. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's a really cool answer. Cause that's a lot different from like what a lot of, like you said, what a lot of shooters do where they're more like reg regimented and being like, I do the same thing all the time, yeah. get this many reps up, do this type of stop shooting. No, it sounds like you, you're a type of guy that, um, likes to do things to keep yourself loose and keep your mind yeah. sort of free. Um, and that, no, that's, that's, that's I, yeah. a really cool answer. I would say there's like no formula to like 
be become a better shooter, become a better jumper, or whatever skill you want to develop, right? It's all it's all like dependent on the kind of person you are, right? So for me, like there's no, I didn't really think there was a formula, and like I know I have a shot, but it's like, hey, how can I be creative with how I train, right? And that's kind of how it's, it's I, how I've stayed kind of motivated to continue working on like shooting like that part of my game. Yeah, no, no, no. Really cool answer. Really great insight. Um, and no, that's something I think a lot of people would are curious to hear. So no, that's amazing. Um, and sort of our last basketball question here. Um, this is more so about your team. So yeah, like, like we talked about early on, like a team with a lot of, like you, you'd say that this is probably the best version of your team you've had during your mm -hmm. time at Western and, you know, watching a bit of your, you guys' film, like you guys play like a really fun, like up and down style, especially offensively. Mm -hmm. Um, so given with guys like you, uh, your point guard, Tyson, as well as your other wing Arian, like, can you just talk about, um, how, how you feel about your team and your chances at making a run at that, run at it, run at it this year? Yeah. So like you said, like guys like Tyson, Arian, like we, we were core, the core group of guys that kind of started in my, like my second year and we kind of developed together. And so, and now we're like, uh, like the leaders of the team and, uh, Honestly, it's because of our chemistry, right? We've practiced five, six days a week for the past, like, how many years, right? And that's pro like that's probably why we've become, like, like we've grown and, like, we've, we're able to play as well as we are, right? But outside of just us, like, we have a great supporting cast. Like, we have great bigs on our team that know <clears throat> know how to rebound the ball we have a lot a lot of guys off the bench like young guys like coming out of bc as well like tiny cole mikhail like they're all playing a huge role uh for our team this year which is awesome because uh we don't just need scores on a team to win right we need guys who can <clears throat> lock up their best player uh like um like take a charge like just contribute in any like other uh, ways that may not even show up on a stat sheet right so uh with our team this year it's kind of great actually last year we actually were rated the best offensive team in like canada we were putting up like over 98 points a game and that's kind of the trajectory we're we're, at, we're going at this year right but uh our only i'd say downfall for our team this year is uh and our past years as well would probably be our defense because we are putting up over a hundred points and stuff, but we're also like giving up like 80, 85 points a game. And that's, that's one of the, like the lowest rated actually few <laughs> sports. So to be honest, our offense is uh, making up for a big portion of our lack of defense, but uh, our coach knows that we all know that. And we're obviously trying to get better at that. And if we can actually establish uh, ourselves as a great defensive team in like the OUA, like, we believe we can like actually go somewhere, but it all honestly all only starts with defense for us. Cause like our offense will take care of itself. So. Yeah, no, that's, that that's really cool to hear. Um, no, I, I really like the way your team plays because it's kind of like a, a contrast to how a lot of teams in the OUA play. Right. So it's really cool to see you guys. And yeah, like you said, if you can establish yourself as a defensive team, like that'll probably yeah. be the key for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you've given some great answers uh, like throughout the show. And sort of our final, like, important question we have for you is, um, so as a student athlete, and you're a guy that's majoring in business, um, mm -hmm. you've, like, you're faced a lot with balancing, you know, the practice schedule, mm -hmm. travel, 
as well as, you know, the own, ind- your own individual workouts. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, can you talk about your experience as a U sports student athlete, balancing the rigor of academics as well as a hectic varsity athletic schedule? Yeah. So uh, it honestly all starts in high school, right? The, the habits you develop in high school is what's what you're going to take and it's going to transition to university. So uh, I'm a, I'm the type of guy to always like read the course syllabus and just, okay, due date, due date, due date. That's going in the calendar here, 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 here. So, and then once I put my game schedule, practice schedule, travel schedule, all that, I can just, just see it right in front of me in my room. I always tape my calendar uh, over my desk. So every time I do like my homework every day, I'm like, okay, I can finish this four days in advance, five days in advance. I'm good for the weekend for when I travel to wherever. Right. So honestly, it's just about time management and, uh, because a lot of like obviously school <laughs> like the rigor in university like is real right like uh, assignments aren't that easy uh, midterms exams like you need a, plenty of time to study for that so for me it's like you gotta you really gotta just plug in your calendar and make sure you have enough time and give yourself extra time so you can balance uh, not only your school but like just make time for extra time if you want to put up shots and stuff too right so it's yeah like i said just time management yeah no that's great that's a great answer i think that's sort of the common theme that a lot of student athletes have and that's definitely something i wish i was better at during my playing days so no it's i'm not saying i'm good at it i'm just (laughs) what you for people out there listening like i do my best to do it like i i do my best to stick to it uh i wouldn't say i'm perfect at it but uh like I do my best. Yeah, no, it yeah, just keep sticking with it because I'll tell you right now, like once you get into the workforce, it's definitely that's really what separates a lot of good employees from not great great employees. So that's great that you're you're uh, at least practicing that now. Um, yeah, no, and that that kind of wraps up our main questions. And I guess before you go, Jarek, we're gonna we have a couple of quick fire questions for you. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah uh, so okay, so the first one. Um, who is your favorite Canadian Hooper of all time? Canadian Hooper of all time. Uh, I really looked up to Steve Nash growing up. Uh, obviously coming from BC, point guard, non-athletic, still able to uh, make a huge impact in the NBA, put up numbers, MVP, like definitely him growing up. For yeah, sure. yeah, gotta be, yeah, gotta be Nash. Uh, no, a lot of, yeah, you'd be surprised people don't say, people don't say Nash a lot of people like Jamal Murray or SGA Jamal now, Murray, yeah. but, no, but Nash, Nash is still the OG man, two-time MVP. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, Just because of his athleticism, like he doesn't yeah. didn't have any, like, but he could shoot the ball, distribute, like make guys better. So that's the reason why he was able to have success. Like, I don't think I've seen him dunk once ever, but like, that's kind of like my game, right? So yeah. that's probably why. No, it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. And this is not even a basketball question, but I know you come. You're come from come from a Filipino family. Food's a big culture. I'm also a big food guy. Uh, food's a big part of the culture, and um, yeah, I'm also a big food guy as well. So I know you're away at Western right now. But when you come back home, what's one meal or one one food that you have to have when you're back here? Oh my goodness, I have I have to have some Japanese food. I don't like Japanese food is probably my like favorite cuisine to eat. And uh, out here in London, Ontario, you like. I guess it's not that surprising, but there's not many options here, like Asian foods and stuff. Like it's really hard to find good, authentic food that you enjoy and want to go back to. Right. So definitely going back, 
eating some like really good uh sushi like chicken teriyaki like all that like i miss that yeah no that's great no uh yeah no let me know when you're back here i'll hit you up i'll give you some recommendations oh, and, for yeah, sure. yeah sweet um and then the last question a little bit more serious but uh for all the prospective u sport athletes out there um what is one what is what what was one thing you would tell a u sport athlete on how to succeed at your level like current u sport athlete oh, say, uh, sorry what would you tell a prospective u sport athlete on them coming into college and how to succeed at that level uh first of all take care of your school because um if you don't have the grades like you may not be able to probably can't play anywhere right so take care of that take care of your school uh do extracurriculars like I would also say like you don't have to be like a strictly a basketball player like there's a lot of multi-sport athletes where like they have skill little skills that are very transferable to basketball right and I feel like high school is a time to actually explore that because once you get to university you're sticking to one sport and you're putting all your time and effort into that one sport right so if you have the chance to like play soccer get quicker hockey like track cross country like I I did as much and many sports as I could when I went to St. George's, right? I even played on the ultimate team. It kind of helped with like my quick routes and stuff, like cutting, like all that. So yeah, I would say just first of all, take care of your school. Uh indulge indulges in, in as many sports as you can uh in high school. And honestly, if you love the game of basketball that much, just just put your time and effort into it. Like did be determined to like succeed right and honestly it's you against yourself all the time and because like at the end of the day like if you're playing someone say I went to St. George if you're playing someone at VC like hey you're probably not going anywhere but like I know I am so just because I'm better than you now doesn't mean like I'm going to be better than the guy at the U sports level another guy in, like, in the U sports level right so it's always you against yourself yeah no that's a great answer yeah no and uh it's Definitely. Yeah. I can tell like you've, you've really taken that seriously um, in terms of yeah being in terms of like being a very dynamic athlete, like maybe not vertically or explicitly, but in terms of coordination, cardio quickness. Yeah. I can tell that comes from a lot of different sports and yeah, no, your, your internal drive is very evident when you play and it's something we all like to see, especially you being a smaller guy. Um, yeah. So Jarek, man, that kind of, that ends our show. Um, thank you so much for being an amazing guest, giving us some great answers and as well as giving us your time here. Um, thank you and, for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, Happy. man. And it's uh, been a no, while since I've actually talked to you. Yeah, no, it's been great to no, it's been great to just watch you from afar. And I know like a lot of people in Vancouver in the basketball community are super proud of how far you've come and what you're doing. And uh, yeah, we I just want to wish you good luck for the rest of your U Sports season. Um, everyone be sure to follow Jarek's career. Uh, give him some like watch if you can find a stream watching. Uh, Western, be sure to check that out and follow him on Instagram at Jarek Palma. Um, and Jarek, once again, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me.